Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, good morning on this Friday. What up, Bill Ryder? with you here on CBS Sports Radio. Thank you for listening. Let's talk to my guy Nick Costos. He's on the line. He's the host of You Better You Bet. He's Odyssey Sports Betting Insider, as I told you. Moments ago, he is the best in the business. Remember, insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Also, be sure to listen to Nick on You Better You Bet. For more of his analysis, just search. It's easy. You bet wherever you find your podcast. Happy Friday, Mr. Costos. What's up, buddy? Uh, uh, Happy Football Friday to you, my friend. Let's get it. Let's get it, bud. We were just talking about all these 0-2 teams that are trying to avoid going 0-3 that still have some sort of sliver of hope of making the postseason. Uh, That doesn't include the dumpster fire that is my Bears or Arizona. Let me ask you on this Vikings-Chargers game, what do you see from a gambling perspective, Nick? What do you expect just in general from the game? Yeah, I, I I think the bet, for me at least, is very obvious in this game. And it actually, like, makes me sick to have to click the button, which I did earlier in the week. And, like, I would do it again, honestly. And the bet for me has to be on the Chargers here, whether they're a one-point favorite, whether the game's to pick them, whether they're a one-point underdog. Like, I understand why the point spread is what it is, Bill. Like, I, I make my point spreads for games like we talk about. I made the Chargers a favorite in the game less than three. So, like, I think we're basically hovering in the right area, even if Minnesota's a small favorite. So, like, the point spread's correct based on what the two teams have put on the field the last couple of weeks. But this just comes down to an on-field handicap for me. And, like, I think Brandon Staley's the worst. I loved him in 2021, was making all the right in-game analytical decisions. Like, they didn't go his way, and as a result, he got bullied by the media in the offseason, and now he's an absolute wuss doing things like punting from fourth and one from the Titans' 44-yard line last week in a game they eventually lost by three points. But with, but with all of that said, the Chargers are a lot better than the Vikings. Like, the team is just better, and you're going to make me pick the winner of the game, like Chargers and Vikings. I'll take the Chargers, and I'll uh, hold on to your butt special for three hours coming up on Sunday afternoon. Nick Costos dropping nuggets of wisdom and silencing Pretty Daddy over here, Tom DeCelestino, all at the same time. Uh, Patriots also well, trying to... betting against Brandon Staley. He might be right. You know, we'll see. <laughs> I don't know. Well, there's also a Kirk Cousins equation that we, we are not... Nick, we are not Kirk Cousins fans here on this show. I don't know where you come down. I respect whatever your view is. I think the guy's a bum. Well, I don't, he's not a bum. He's just, I think he's a like, bum, Nick. A Super Bowl. No, I mean, he's not a bum. He's no. a bum, Costos. 
Don't no, go like soft, man. Zach Will, no, like Zach Will. He's like Justin Fields is a bum. Kirk Cousins, Cousins isn't great. He'll never be great, but he's definitely not a bum. He's, he's a, a bum. J- look, I've had plenty of bosses who got the big job and looked like the real deal, but were bums, and that's that's that guy. Everyone knows Zach Wilson's a bum. That's easy to pass judgment on. I, <laughs> Kirk Cousins is a bum. Minus eleven hundred. He's above average. That's it. So we, we, we he, can maybe split the difference there. He's a bum. I think he's a bum, Nick. You know who else is a bum? Tom. He nominated my wife for Bum of the Week two weeks ago. Can you imagine? Yeah. You're I, married I, I now. Think he should be ugly daddy. How about that? <laughs> um, Patriots and Jets is sort of an interesting game. Obviously, it's going to be an ugly one, most likely. That Jets defense is still really, really good, despite the bum and Zach Wilson you noted. Where do you come down on? I think I got this game at two and a half when when I bet it. Where where which way should I have leaned? And I'll tell you what I did. Yeah, I honestly like at two and a half. I think the only bet that you could make would be the Patriots. I think like you would start looking at the Jets at three or three and a half. Three and a half is never going to get there because if it appeared, I think people would just take the three and a half points with the Jets. And it's less a play on Zach Wilson. Everyone knows he's bad. We could run through all the stats on Zach Wilson against Belichick. Zero and four, two touchdowns against seven picks. 51% completion percentage, 3.49 yards per pass attempt, like all absolutely brutal numbers. But then, like, on the other side, like, the Jets' defense is really good, and this Patriots' offense is completely void of any type of speed or explosive ability. And I do think the Jets will be able to run the ball in this game with Brees Hall. We've seen the Patriots' defense thus far be good against the pass. Christian Gonzalez looks like a revelation at the corner position. Maybe he'll win defensive rookie of the year. But they got slammed on the ground by the Eagles in Week 1. Raheem Mostert was running wild on Sunday Night Football in Week 2. So maybe the Jets will be able to run the ball in this game. Now, I, I would never bet the Jets because I can't bring myself to click that button, but uh, <laughs> two and a half, o- only the Patriots. I think three, Bill, is when like, you would start to maybe get interested in the Jets. Not me, but maybe you or somebody else. Uh, Nick Costos here on the show. Nick, I, I don't want to go game through game. I want to lean into your expertise. What is the game that you feel, I know you never know for sure, but you feel best about, that you like the most? Yeah, and this one's like, this kind of falls under the same umbrella as the Chargers-Vikings game. Like, this is one that'll make you sick. And, like, nothing gives me more pleasure than betting on really good human beings to try and give me, win me money. So with that said, let's bet on Deshaun Watson and the Cleveland Browns on Sunday at home against the Tennessee Titans, where Cleveland's only a three-point favorite in this game, Bill. And what that represents is a a monster downgrade in the betting market for the Browns from what we saw the first two weeks of the season. Like, think about this. On Monday night, they were favored by almost three on the road in Pittsburgh in primetime. And now six days later, they're only a three-point favorite at home against Tennessee. And I know Mike Vrabel is a great coach, but, I mean, this is major disrespect for the Browns. And maybe Deshaun Watson's just bad, Bill, and maybe that's going to be what this is. Uh, I would bet on the Browns just being a lot better than Tennessee. I make this game closer to, like, five. So three is a bet for me. That's actually the bet that I like the most coming up on Sunday. Cleveland laying three at home against Tennessee. Do you think the Broncos and all their dysfunction go into Miami to play a really good Dolphins team, have enough of a fighting chance, Nick Costos, Odyssey's gambling insider, to to make six and a half look at least a little enticing for you? Uh, yeah, I bet the Broncos. So I, I, I do think so. And like, and that's Bill. It's like, this gives me no pleasure to say also that I bet on Russell Wilson. I think he's terrible. Um, I've come on your show the last couple of weeks and I bet against the Broncos the first two weeks of the season, right? Laying three and a half at home against the Raiders in week one, three and a half against the commanders in week two. So 
that is one thing, and this is another. So the first two weeks, if you bet on Denver, you are counting on Denver to win a game by margin. And I don't think they're, like, capable of doing that against maybe, like, Arizona, maybe the only team. But this is a different scenario. This is the Broncos to not lose by a ton of points here. And I think Denver's going to be up to the challenge in this game with a really good head coach. And, and I actually think that Denver's slow plotting style of offense is really going to benefit them in this game. So my suggestion to people would be, if you agree with me and you think the Broncos can keep this game close, let's wait to see what happens with Jalen Waddle's status. He has not yet cleared concussion protocol, Bill. I think that, that news will probably break at some point in the next like hour of real time. If he doesn't clear protocol, I think this is going to, if he does, excuse me, this will go up to seven, and I would bet Broncos plus seven. If he does, if he doesn't, maybe it drops down to six, and I think you need to grab Denver then. So maybe let's wait and see if we can grab a seven with the Broncos, but I like them either way. Uh, Nick Costos, you're about to experience something the producer Pretty Daddy hates, which is he texts me random questions when I'm talking to experts like you, and I go, producer bomb! And I'm just going to read you his question because I'm not okay. able to come up with my own. Uh, Tua became the MVP favorites earlier this week. Any value there? Uh, on Tua, I would say no, only because he's priced as the favorite right now. Like, the value in Tua Tungavailoa was like three weeks ago before week one, or it was before Sunday night when like he looked good against the Patriots in primetime. So, like, it's not that Tua can't win MVP, but I think if you're going to, if you're betting MVP right now, like, why not take a shot on, like, you want value. Like, this is not, like, who's going to win the award. Like, Tua might win, but, like, a, a better value bet would be Josh Allen, who's 9-1 to one right now. Um, and I know the Bills lost in week one, but he had a big-time bounce back um, in week number two. And he's, he's lower priced than, like, Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes. I'd argue he's just as likely to win MVP as those guys. So, it's not that Tua can't win, but, like, the word value I don't think can be associated right now with Tua Tungabailoa. I actually think Josh Allen is the best like value bet right now. Let me be a glutton for punishment and also make Tom feel better because he looks a little chagrined right now. He enjoys it when he when the bears come up because he is um he's like a dementor for Harry Potter. He feeds off my sorrow. It's wonderful here on the show. Uh, the Bears are, are terrible. I hate them with a burning passion. They're also and they're my team. And if you're a Bears fan, you're going to get mad at me and tell me to stop saying that I hate my team. Shut up. I don't want to hear it. Okay, it's the only place the time I'm not going to be nice to listeners. Um, 12.5-point underdogs, I think, is what I saw against this team called the Chiefs. Probably heard of them. They're, they're pretty good. If you wanted to bet this game one way or another, Nick, which direction would you go? And I'll just, like, to, your, to the listeners that get mad at you for, like, for hating your team, I actually think it makes you the best fan to say this team stinks, the coach stinks, the GM stinks. You should be rooting for them to go 0-17 so everyone gets fired and you can start over and see if you can 100%. I actually think that makes you the best fan when you're able to take like the glasses off, like the, the colored glasses off and say, you know what? I actually think it's in the best interest of my team to lose. And good news for you, Bill. They will most certainly lose on Sunday against, uh, against the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, <laughs> I know that some people, and, and this, this is why like, it's, it's a narrative, right? It can be spun into any direction you want. Like You can take Justin Fields' comments throwing his coaches under the bus, and you can say one of two things. You can either say, A, like, well, you know, Field clearly doesn't have a rapport with the offensive coordinator. Now this is going to spiral out of control, and you like the Chiefs. Or B, now Fields is going to freelance more, do his thing, maybe run more, and now you like the Bears actually to backdoor the game. For me, I'm just going to stick with what I knew at the beginning of the week, which was I made Kansas City close to a two-touchdown favorite in this game. I think the Bears are an absolute dumpster fire. I think the coach is in way over his skis. The offensive coordinator, I think, is lacking brain cells. So you're going to give me 12-and-a-half with Kansas City. This is an easy lay it or don't play it for me with the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Nick Costos giving absolute magic here on the show. And we've just uh, 
sometimes, Nick, we rename people things. Like we call Robert Kraft Bobby Cakes. I'm trying to get him on the show so I can just call him Bobby Cakes the whole time until he hangs up. Uh, the, the coach of the Bears is now Matt Eberlews. That's his name. Yeah. It's Matt yeah, Eberlews. He's a yeah. loser. You get it. Great hire, by the way, by the Bears. While every other team is like yep. trying to hire the next great young offensive hotshot, let's bring in like Master of the Cover Two, which debuted like 20 years ago in Tampa Bay. Great hire, Chicago. We discussed this yesterday, and I did it. Or was it two days ago? Through gritted teeth, and it's the only time I've ever seen Tom smile ever in the two and a half years we've been uh, working together. All right, uh, Nick. Before we let you go, give me any other bet you, you, you like. It could be. It could be a prop, it could be a parlay, it could be a single game, but for, for maybe your second favorite bet or the best bet we haven't talked about that you like for value this week. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give you two. I'll give you a side and I'll give you a total. Um, I think Sam Howell's good. I don't know how good he is, but like I do think he's good. Um, and I do think Josh Allen, and I know we just talked about him, for, and I do think that it's a good bet for NFL MVP, just at the number right now, the best value bet. But I mean, he's shown a proclivity to turn the football over, right? And Washington's playing at home. The pass rush is intact. Chase Young is back. Too many points for me. Six and a half with the Commanders at home against the Buffalo Bills. And then the total, let's go to the Jacksonville-Houston game, where the Texans are going to be without a number of key members of their secondary. I think it's a bounce-back spot for the offense and Trevor Lawrence after they were stymied last week by the Chiefs defense. And then C.J. Stroud in catch-up mode, we've seen in the first two weeks that he can get the job done there. So let's go over 44 or 44 and a half, Bill, with the Texans and the Jaguars, and let's take the six and a half points with the Commanders at home against the Bills. My dude, Nick, it's so fun having you on the show. Uh, Nick, incredibly, incredibly talented dude, host of You Better, You Bet, Odyssey Sports Betting Insider. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Nick, are you in Vegas for work anytime soon? Because next time you do that, I want to try to try to jet out there if I can do it because I'm so close. Uh, honestly, like I love Las Vegas when I go with my friends. I hate to go like and work. Because my yeah. whole life is conducted on East Coast time, and that doesn't change when I'm on the West Coast. So hopefully not is the answer to your question. And you're working when you're there, but if I come see you as a fan, I'm not going to be working. And you're going to hear I'm going to be I'm going to be boisterous. I'm going to be jacked up on the joys of sports gambling and poker, Mister Costos. Thank you for making the show better and for putting up with the producer bomb that came your way, and for every other wonderful moment you create when you're on the show here. No, I, I honestly like the two. It was a good question. That he, I just, I, it was. I, I, They're always I, good. I, I just think like the, the answer is not probably what he was looking for. Uh, it doesn't mean that he can't win. But anyway, until we meet again uh, next Friday, wishing you, Bill, and all your great listeners, and even Ugly Daddy, minimal sweats winning bets, the absolute very best of luck. <laughs> Bye, Nick. Nick Costos. The Costos on Twitter. Nick's such a good dude. I like Nick a lot. What's up? What's up? Ugly daddy went at you. <laughs> I just said bye to Nick, and he said, uh, what's up? What's going on? <laughs> now do you see the beauty? Now do you see the beauty of what I was able to do for you? By mentioning to everyone my producer bombs? They're not They're not questions that you're obligated to ask you. It's by, just a helpful reminder, like, hey, maybe you want to ask this. Maybe by not. making you pretty daddy. You're a pretty daddy, not ugly daddy. Well, uh, right now, I'm ugly daddy. No, you're not. You're pretty daddy. That's the love we bring you on the show. Producer bomb. By the way, Costo still laughing at his own joke when I said goodbye to him. He was, was ha- he? He was happy with himself. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the mark of a good host. Uh, we got a lot of feedback on the old the old uh, the old Twitter. Uh, Tyler Binth two hundred eight tweets at us, or at least at me. My brother in law owns a Nerf place, and they have Nerf guns called Rivals that shoot harder balls at a higher velocity. It's pretty fun. Paintball is still king, though. 
All right, all right, all right. I'm open to it. Benny Sperling, I think he's new to the to the, to the listening and tweeting at us. Butterfingers are good, but they can't hold a candle to Fifth Avenue. Those things are amazing. Hard to find, though. I actually like Fifth Avenues, but I never see them. Uh, you're gonna have to tell me what a Fifth Avenue is. So here's the thing: I I'm gonna have to. I actually can't remember. It's just every Halloween, I like a couple appear in the bag, and I'm like, oh, these are gonna be. Is it maybe a? Is it a nougat thing? I'm gonna look it up. Man, I love candy so much. I have never even heard of a Fifth Avenue. Is it nougat or nugget? Nougat. 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 Yeah. Uh, it is a peanut butter crunch. That's right. Layers enrobed in chocolate. I have it's a Hershey never, bar. It's never good. seen that packaging before. It's very really never. They're pretty. They're pretty. They're pretty good. They're pretty good. And and unpipe this tweets hundred percent on Bill's side of the Halloween story. I uh, pretended to be a stuffed, you know, scarecrow, and with the sign that one, you know, to only take two. And when kids try to grab the whole ball, I scare them. Is the short version. Great move. Hilarious indeed. Cross the you line. Like that. Cross the line. Did you like that? Boom. <laughs> Didn't cross. The cross line into humor. And justice. I'm basically Batman. I'm the Batman of Halloween. <laughs> yeah. I'm Batman. I, I thought Halloween. Aaron Rodgers was Batman with his IG post. He might be the Batman of, I'm going to be okay, but I'm the Batman of Halloween. Where's the candy? You know what I'm saying? No, no, on this one. I'm Batman. Buy yourself coming up next here on CBS Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. You're listening to Writer Than You. A few weeks ago, Tom nominated my wife, my beloved, for Bum of the Week. I want to point out that as you reveal that your wife lies to your child, <laughs> I made no such claim, nor would I. You are a good person. On CBS Sports Radio. I am a good person. Welcome back into the show. How you doing, buddy? You feeling okay? It's chicken on you. I'm doing great, TGIF. We made it. The work week is almost over. I mean, do you want to do an extra day just so we can hang out on Saturday? I'm good. I'm good. Let's let's cap it at five days. Stream the NFL on Westwood One for free, sponsored by AutoZone all season long. You can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the Odyssey app. Get on the zone. AutoZone, the free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help you find a fix for free. Get in the zone. AutoZone restrictions apply. I don't normally argue with guests. I, I just philosophically think let them do their thing. I got plenty of time to give you my opinion, but no, Kirk Cousins is a bum. <laughs> Nick really wanted to defend Kirk. 
for being mediocre. Who plays better this weekend? It doesn't necessarily mean who's going to win. Justin Herbert or Kirk Cousins? Because Cousins, as we noted, has been putting up a lot of stats. Yeah. A lot of you stats. Know what? The main stats own two. <laughs> I just got a note from my wife that said, oh, no. She wrote Tom with six exclamation points, and I wrote back, what are you talking about? She didn't know that you. She had not heard that you had nominated her for Bum of the Week. We because I didn't tell her. I'm we, not going to tell her. We don't need to go back like three weeks in time. Can you remind me? Well, I actually don't remember why you nominated her. Oh, can I remember why? You better be able to remember. <laughs> I don't nominated me. Well, it wasn't a planned thing. It's not like I, I, you know, I emailed you and said, Lori Ryder for Bum of the Week. It was an impulse thing. Everyone was ganging up on me. That I remember. I don't remember. Everyone, why. I'm the only oh, one here. Oh, I remember why. I remember why. It's because Lori tends to leave uh, cups all around the house. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you're she, not she does do that. You're not fond of that. You can't nominate my wife for bum of the week. Can't do it. Got it. <laughs> She's a big fan of yours. I'm excited to see whether that continues. Yeah, I thought I, I thought she knew already. I thought she was already back on my team. I'm not gonna sell you out. Right. Who do you – I'm not going to bill bomb you the way you producer bomb me. <laughs> you hate the you hate the producer bomb bit, don't you? Uh, I don't love it. I don't love it. <laughs> I, want, I really wish I was built in a way where that didn't make me so happy. Let's do buy or sell. What side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell on Writer Than You. I have a simple question for you, Buy or Sell. Buy or Sell, you're excited to see me on Monday. Buy. Uh, is your lovely wife coming to New York with you? That way I can apologize face-to-face <laughs> in no. person. I mean, look, in fairness, look, you cannot nominate my wife for Bum of the Week. In fairness, she could be Bum of the Week often, and I love her. I appreciate you trying to help me out here, but, you know, I thought she already knew. I thought we were past this, and she was back on my team, back on my side. Like, I feel like I got to dig myself out of an 0-3 hole, if you will, like the Vikings and or the Chargers. She's going to be getting out of the car very soon to go to work. I'm hoping she stops listening, but little secret, I put those those glasses in the dishwasher because I'm serious when I say I can't have 50 glasses sitting out i also always hope they break they haven't yet so i can throw them away (laughs) all right bill on that note let's get to some nfl here one of your favorite franchises america's team cowboys cornerback trayvon diggs suffered a season-ending torn acl in his left knee yesterday during practice now bill dallas's defense is ranked number one in the nfl in yards allowed and points per game through the first two weeks this year And since entering the NFL back in 2020, Diggs has 18 interceptions tied for the most in the NFL in that span. Bill, buy or sell the Cowboys will be able to withstand Trayvon Diggs' injury. I would normally reject this as hyperbolic, but I'm going to sell they can withstand it. Sell. Now, this is on the margins for me, and I know it sounds like a huge overreaction, but I am on the record of not thinking the Cowboys are particularly outstanding. They're not as good as people think they are. And for me, a big part of the reason, Tom, is I don't trust Dak Prescott 
a lot like I don't tr- trust Kirk Cousins. By the way, I forgot to bring this up. A lot like Daniel Jones is 1-11 in primetime, but we never talk about it because that team's never any good. They don't tease us with possibility the way the Cowboys and the Vikings do. I'm, I just don't I don't trust Dak. How do you negate that? How do you overcome that? How do you, even if I'm only a little bit wrong, or maybe I'm entirely wrong, I don't think I am, how do you make that Dak's ability to handle these moments not be significant? Takeaways. Takeaways are, are a huge boost if you view the world the way I do, which is Dak Prescott can't be relied on these moments. So, yeah, losing a guy who is a takeaway machine I do think is significant, significant given the fact I don't think the Cowboys are a BMF. I actually think they live on a margin that their record and their start somewhat clouds. I do. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not in on this team. I think it's a huge loss. All right, we go from one of your favorite teams in the Cowboys to your favorite team, the Chicago Bears. They, their GM, Ryan Poles, met the media and said that the organization has Justin Fields' back. No one in our entire building, none of our coaches, see Justin as a finger pointer at all. He has always taken ownership of anything that's happened on the field. He takes it head on, he works, he grinds, he puts his head down. He works with his teammates, works with his coaches uh, to find solutions. Bill Byer said that this is the approach that Ryan Poles needed to take. I mean, there's no approach I want to praise from, from, from Ryan Poles. I see what you're doing. You get mad at me for stuff, and then you just, like, you just needle me with bear stuff. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, I'm going to sell, because the only approach so, Ryan Poles should take is to resign. Ouch. That's the approach. Ouch. Look, if you hire Eberlews... That's a really, really good Bye. Thank you. I'm actually mad at myself it took me this long to come up with. Matt Eberlews. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a really good one. All right, Bill, let's stay in the NFL here. I know it's only been two weeks, but there seems to be some evidence of an Eric B. Enemy effect, both in Washington true. and Kansas City. Now, as we know, B. Enemy left Kansas City this offseason to become the offensive coordinator and the assistant head coach in Washington. The Commanders ranked 24th last season in scoring offense. This season, so far, they're 7th. While Kansas City last season was ranked number 1 in scoring offense, right now they're tied for 22nd. Bill buy or sell the Eric Bieniemy effect. You know what? Shame on me for not having thought of this. I'll buy. You make... It's early. Buy. You make an outstanding point... It really is. It's an outstanding point. And it's it, it's too soon, but there might be a huge apology coming to Eric Bieniemy from many people, myself included, because I certainly was skeptical about Bieniemy's upside given the number of jobs he hasn't gotten and the clear tension between him and Andy Reid and, and Patrick Mahomes. Now let's give it, what do you think, four weeks, five weeks probably in terms of I want a bigger sample size? And I think the Chiefs will figure it out, but it's a, it's a really good point, dude. I think five weeks is probably appropriate, and I think the way this is going to go, I think there will be strides made in Washington, but Kansas City is also going to figure it out. So I don't think it's going to be this drastic, the drop-off between the two teams. But I think Eric Bieniemy so far has done a very nice job in Washington. I mean, Casas just said that he thinks um, Howell's a pretty good quarterback, right? But it's not as if Eric Bieniemy went in and had at his disposal Tua Tungavailoa and, and turned around Tua Tungavailoa, or had at his disposal Justin Fields, right, and took 1,100 rushing yards last year and turned that into a, another step forward. This, 
and they like Sam Howell in, in D.C., but still, this is maybe like Brock Purdy, this is a guy you really are going to need to coach up and, and put in a position to succeed because people didn't see it, it coming. All right, Bell, you know me. King of pop culture. Yesterday on the Pat McAfee Show, Travis Kelsey addressed the Taylor Swift dating rumors. Threw the ball in her court, and you know, I told her, you know, maybe uh, I've seen you rock the stage in Arrowhead. You might have to come see me rock the stage in Arrowhead and see which one's uh, a little more lit. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens in the near future. Travis Kelsey inviting Tay Tay to go to Arrowhead and watch him play. Bill, buy or sell? It sounds like Tay Tay and Travis Kelsey will not be official anytime soon. Can you play it again? I find it so weird. Is that... a ball in her court, and you know, I told her, you know, maybe uh, I've seen you rock the stage in Arrowhead. You might have to come see me rock the stage in Arrowhead and see which one's uh, a little more lit. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens in the near future. Yeah, he sounds nervous. Is not the word, but he. he... He doesn't want to say the wrong thing. He doesn't want the story to blow up for her sake. I think they've hung out. I don't think they're anywhere near dating. You don't think he's picking out rings? No. Doesn't sound like it. He also better be careful because if he doesn't, there's going to be a song about him. You just want to be a positive song. There might be a whole album. I mean, Harry Styles didn't get an album. He got a style. (laughs) What is your question? Buy or sell? It sounds like Tay-Tay and Kelsey won't be official anytime soon. It's a double, triple negative. Won't be official. I'm going to change it. Buy or sell, it sounds like they will be official. Sell. They will not sell. be official. <laughs> Host bomb. Do you, want, you can do it. Do you want to try it? Host bomb. Yeah, feels good, right? All right, Bill, let's get to some college football here. Now, Deion Sanders in Colorado going to Eugene to play the Ducks has gotten the majority of the attention this week, but there's actually six ranked matchups in college football tomorrow. You got number 22, UCLA, at number 11, Utah. Number 15, Ole Miss, at number 13, Alabama. Still feels feels weird to say that they're number 13. Then you got the Battle of the Pac-2. Number 14, Oregon State, at number 21, Washington State. Number 6, Ohio State, at number 9, Notre Dame. Number 24, Iowa, at number 7, Penn State. And then, of course, number 19, Colorado, at number 10, Oregon. Bill, buy or sell Colorado-Oregon is the best matchup of the college football weekend. I mean, it's not even a question, right? Buy. buy. I, and I love the con- I love King context here because there are some great games. Let me ask you, a, I, think, I think you asked the right question. It's a great question. Let me ask you the more difficult question. What's the second best, best matchup of the weekend? Man, I really wanted to say it's Ohio State at Notre Dame, but I think the Buckeyes are going to absolutely blow out Notre Dame. So it's probably Lane Kiffin playing Alabama with a real chance to win. That's the second best game to me. You know, I want to say Iowa-Penn State because I'm from Iowa, and and Hickey and other friends of mine are all... I have a lot of friends who are Penn State fans. Penn State really struggled for the first three quarters against Illinois last week. And they were talking in the summer like they were going to be the cream of the crop in the Big Ten. They still could be. They still could be. They've been nitty lying to us. So. What? Too much. What? Too much. Oh. Uh, You were talking about Lori leaving cups out all the time. Buy or sell, you would like her response, her defense of her leaving cups out all the time. Bye. This is a deep cut, all right? 
This is my wife now. Leaving cups around was how they defeated aliens and signs. Swing away. <laughs> that is a deep cut. Uh, Lori, I'm sorry. There's nothing I could ever say that will make up for me nominating you for Bum of the Week. Side note, I don't know why, but <laughs> you ready for what a terrible person I am? Uh, Lori was terrified by, because remember those signs that those creatures went, they made that weird like clicking sound? She once was driving from Des Moines, Iowa to Lima, Ohio, where she's from, and she was in the middle of a, I waited until I knew she was in the middle of a cornfield and called her on the phone. She goes, hello? And I go, <laughs> it was like midnight. You, Scared the crap out of her. You're a great guy. You're a great guy. All right, Bill, let's stay in college football here. USC and Lincoln Riley rescinded the suspension of Southern California News Group reporter Luca Evans. Evans had his access to the football program suspended earlier this week for two full weeks. But after a chat with Lincoln Riley, Evans was granted his access back effective immediately. Now, Lincoln Riley released a statement yesterday that said, quote, Last night, I received a phone call from Luca Evans, and we had a very candid and productive conversation. We agreed that we both could have handled the situation differently. I appreciate Luca recognizing the policies we have in place to protect our student-athletes, and acknowledging to adhere to those in the future. We welcome Luca back to practice and look forward to his continued coverage of the Trojans, end quote. My question to you, Bill, buy or sell that Lincoln Riley should have been the one to reach out to Luca Evans and not the other way around? I mean, I think both should have reached out to each other. So I'll, I'm actually going to sell that because it's Luca's job. But I, I do think this happened because Lincoln Riley was under pressure, not because... Luca called him. And by the way, I, I don't know this, but having been in these situations before, I would be ve- I would bet some serious money that Luca called him because the the PR staff, sports information staff, set it up that it wasn't a. I mean, he doesn't have Lincoln Riley's phone number or didn't before. Is my guess. So, in a lot of ways, I think Lincoln Riley's playing games to make himself look like he's still the guy that came out on top. Buy or sell? Lincoln Riley won this showdown. So I agree. I think he came Here, out looking terrible. Here's another tricky one. I'm not Luca Evans didn't do any of this stuff to get attention. Buy or sell, you think this will be good for Luca Evans' career? Buy. I do too. There's a guy whose name I should know, and I'm trying to Google it right now. Jeremy Fowler. Now, you know Jeremy Fowler, right? Covers the NFL for ESPN. Very successful guy. I, I don't know Jeremy well, but I've had dinner with him when we were both beat riders on the road. I don't know if you remember this, but back when Urban Meyer wasn't known as Urban Meyer in dysfunction, back when he wasn't Herb, back when he wasn't a, a, a punchline, people around sort of covering sports knew that Urban was kind of kind of not a likable guy and was unreasonable. And I don't know if you remember this. He had this, remember this, con- this is 10 years ago, maybe more, had a confrontation with a reporter. Do you remember this? It was super ridiculous and over the top. Do you remember this at all? I don't offhand. I do not. Pre-viral sort of era, it was with Jeremy Fowler. And all these people ganged up on Jeremy Fowler, and Jeremy Fowler is still out there doing a really nice job, and Herb is still mired in dysfunction. My point is, I know it's easy to pick on the media, but you don't actually want to pick a fight with the good ones. And I don't know how good or not Luca Evans is at his job, but it is ill-advised, no matter how powerful you are. That's the other part of this, and we talked about it earlier this week. It feels like he picked a fight with him because he's a young reporter. I mean, we mentioned that he's fresh out of college. uh, Fowler was also a very young reporter when this went down, right? Like, 
And by the way, this has happened to me too. I mean, look, I, I I've made comments about Joel Klatt, and I've made jokes about Joel Klatt. I'm I'm sure Joel's a super nice guy. But my experience with Joel Klatt, who's a big deal at Fox now, is the first time he came into a room with me, he went at me because I was the reporter, right? I was doing TV with a bunch of athletes, and he just sort of misread the politics, like, I'll, and he wasn't very nice about it. And and he had a course correction on how to treat people, even if they weren't professional athletes. This isn't new that some personalities, and maybe Lincoln, Lincoln Riley's a nice guy, that some personalities will go at people they think are weak to sort of flex a little bit, right? To go, and, and that is what I think Lincoln Riley was doing here. This wasn't about, from my from my vantage point, the policy. This was, okay, this kid did it, violated it on accident. It was a really nice story that he wrote anyway. I'm going to make an example of the weakest person here to, make, to sort of send a message to everybody. And it backfired. Because then you got Bill Plaschke, who's a legendary columnist here, coming in his defense. And every person in the country coming in his defense. This is just its typical sports culture with the media where, I get it, a bunch of dorky losers who didn't play sports all go at them. You can sometimes mistake a lack of athletic excellence for weakness. I've been on the receiving end of that. And I think probably Lincoln Riley made a tactical error here. It's time for No Context Buy or Sell. Buy or Sell, you get uncomfortable when I name-check real people on the air. Buy. Sure do. Part of my history. Joel Klatt wasn't very nice. (laughs) I I, I wasn't. I have nothing to add to that. All right, Bill, I got a doozy here for you. Want to talk some more about it? no, No Context Buy or Sell. Okay. Buy or sell Chris Middleton's comments on Giannis? Strike the right tone. <laughs> I don't know what the comments are. Actually, I do. But, like, the audience, oh, uh, you know what, bye. Good job, Chris. Way to strike the tone. Bye. We have a lot of nominees, and Tom will drop a bombshell in Bum of the Week after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogus. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Welcome back into the show. I have a tweet for Tom. You ready, Pretty Daddy? Nope. Kevin Billings tweets, Pretty Daddy, if you wouldn't take the whole bowl with your mommy there, then you shouldn't take the whole bowl with her not there. I don't think that kids at Halloween should take the whole bowl when it says take two, please. Tom thinks the kids should dump the whole thing in their sack and run. It's not what I said. That's (laughs) not what I said. I said if it happens, you cannot be upset by it. eBay Motors is here for the ride, all the parts you need at the prices you want, guaranteed to fit your ride every time. eBay Motors, ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Just before halftime last night, Christian McCaffrey scored on a four-yard touchdown run his 12th straight game, scoring a TD, tying Jerry Rice for the 49ers franchise record. The 49ers beat the Giants 30-12. to The kind of disappointment from for New York that, Maybe matches a parent whose child would pour an entire thing of candy into their Halloween bag with no supervision, Tom. You never did it. Not once. No. Well, I will admit it. I've done it more than <gasps> once. What? Yeah, man. Oh, you're a bad guy. You're a bad guy. It's Halloween and I was like 12 years old. You're a bad, you were a bad kid. You can never judge me again. Not for producer bomb, not for... Whatever, the messy bobblehead dance that I do to, to frustrate, nothing. And we're also acting like it's so much candy. I mean, what would you get, like 15 to 20 pieces of, of, you, of the mini candy bars? You didn't just steal candy. You stole candy from every other kid that came after you. You stole from children as a child, younger children too. 
That's such an exaggeration. That's not what happens. Yeah. Halloween thief. You're not Batman. You're some mid-level villain. When you watch Batman, are you rooting for the Joker? <laughs> You're taking it too far. You're Let's... taking it too far. What? No, you took it too far when you took all the candy. You know what? Then people should answer their door on Halloween, and if you're not going to be home, don't leave a bowl of candy on your porch steps. Says the guy who's like, if you're not in your car, I can steal it. You weren't in the car. <laughs> the two, two bum of the week. Hallelujah. I'm a bum. All he's doing is a whole lot of damn nothing. I'm a bum. You rotten bum! I'm a bum. You're a bunch of dumbs. I'm a bum. I'm a bum. The bum this week. Let's find out on Writer Than You on CBS Sports Radio. All right. Do you want to get it out of the way? Because I'm not touching this. You put this in your email. I, you're, you're a braver man than me. My wife, Rebecca DeCelestino, is nominated for Bum of the Week for lying to my cute and precious two year old William DeCelestino. He loves the movie Frozen, he'll watch Frozen 2. My wife has been telling him for the last week or so that the movie's broken and he can't watch it. And he gives her this look of like, what are you talking about? Just put the movie on. Would you nominate her if she, if she ever listened to the show? Oh, uh, no, no, no. Okay, got it. Uh, the Bears are nominated for being the Bears. Lincoln Riley's nominated for picking a fight with some young beat reporter. James Dolan, you could name it after him, is nominated. I don't like owning a team. Cool, bro. Good story. Whom, oh, somebody nominated their wife for putting up the Halloween decorations early. Two double wives nominated. Nominated. Anybody else you want to put on that list there, you already put your your beloved. I, I think I've done enough already. Mrs. Pretty Daddy, Mrs. Diesel. She's wow. Wor- she's working right now. She she won't hear this. You told me that the ladies, though, listened to something. They were either... Uh, yes, they listened to the podcast version of the show afterwards, after they had um, already known that we talked about Postagate. Okay, got it, Postagate. Does your wife know we do Bum of the Week? Yes, yes. Yes, she does. If I make her the winner, will you tell her that she's uh, no, 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 no. If you make her the winner, uh, no. In no way, go- shape, or form am I telling I, her. She that. can never win because I select Bum of the Week, and I'm never, ever, ever, ever going there because I'm not you. I don't steal candy, and I don't nominate or make It's not stealing wives if they the leave week. it on their front porch. I am neither a other person's wife, Bum of the Week facilitator, nor a thief of candy, Tom. You're nominated. You're nominated for stealing candy. You're not. You should win. Luckily, you got a grown man picking a fight with a reporter, backing down like a baby and acting like that kid came to him. Lincoln Riley, you don't run the universe. You just run a football team. And for suspending some dude for overhearing a conversation, which, by the way, reporters are supposed to do, move your players further away and don't tell us how to do your our job. Hey, Lynx, bum of the week, bro. That's your bomb of the week. I detest you! On Writer Than You. By the way, it would have been you. You would have beaten out the Bears. <laughs> I would have beaten out the Bears and their organizational failure. I cannot wait until you realize it's time to take Will, your child, trick-or-treating, and you both want to be a part of that experience, but you kind of want to leave food out or candy out, so you have to leave a sign, and then you get robbed by karma. 
you leave no bowl of candy. There's just no candy. Nobody will answer the door, and there's nothing on the steps. No candy at that house. That happens you know, all the time. You know the expression, I agree, that a few ruin it for, for everybody? It's you who ruin It's the yous who ruin it for everybody, pretty daddy. What did I ruin? There's plenty of people who don't answer their door on Halloween. We can't leave candy out because of the pretty daddies of the world. Candy thief, you judge me. You give me the judgy looks out throughout the week, and you all the time you were stealing candy at Halloween. <laughs> I haven't done it since, like, every year. You're making it sound like I do it annually. <laughs> yeah, sounds like you do, and I'll, I'm not going to hear otherwise. Have a great weekend. Thanks for listening. Watch out for Pretty Daddy if you have candy out there. I'm Bill Ryder. This is CBS Sports Radio. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 